0: This is a Stand-Up Labs production, powered by digital media.
1: It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy, Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of D, Ali Muhammad. Yeah. Here we are. This is it. This is in the conversation. This is Damian Lemon. And uh on my right hand side I got El Alcalde Vladimir Camaño. All right then, I ain't then. Sound like it was a lot of shuffling on that side, but good to hear you from the west side, Broom Closet Studios, LA. I'm here, baby. And on my left hand side, I got...
0: You got the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad out here.
1: Ah shit. The triumphant is back. For sure. All three voices. <laughs> there you go.
0: You mm. know what I'm saying? Highlight. This Highlight of my is week. is off a lonely island. Nah, man.
1: <laughs> Salute to you, man. You was holding it down with some thoughtful conversations. Some oh, good...
0: Appreciate it, Yeah, right? man. You bring the thoughtful to the conversation. Hey, man. I just had to bring something because the people going to be here. Debt. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to make sure the people got something.
1: A lot of depth.
0: A lot of... A lot of... Uh...
1: A lot, of lot of, a lot of quotables, a lot of jewels, a lot of inspiration. You know, a lot of, you know what I mean? That was that was good shit. Shout out to uh to the to the Drakeologist. No doubt. Shout out to uh shout out to Haitian V.
0: Shout out to G Lou. You know what I'm saying? Good conversations, man. Yeah, yeah. We held it down, man, while y'all was gone. So, you know, we could stay strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Now yeah. we back. Gotta keep the
1: conversation going. Be back so um so we just got done looking at this Kendrick Lamar DNA video,
0: yeah 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 what yeah you yeah. Think? I mean, come on, man. I mean, I guess we can't just start it with the video. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Kendrick album dropped. Kendrick album dropped. Damn. No, I guess we need to start there. In times <laughs> new Roman. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you know, I'm pretty sure Vlad did not listen to it.
2: I listen to it, I just don't understand the lyrics yet. Okay, okay, that's, okay. Fine. Well, that's fine. Okay, well that's good fine. to hear. You got that's the spirit.
1: There it is. At least you at least you have partaken in the experience. Yeah.
2: I like I like element. Okay. I like okay. uh, I like humble.
0: I like element too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I yeah. like DNA. I like
1: um,
2: DNA. <laughs>
0: there's
2: one
1: more I like. I like fear. Fear, fear, yeah. Fear is the soundtrack to hood anxiety. Exactly,
0: <laughs> whoop your ass.
1: I like fear a lot. Fear. I like loyalty. I like the shit with Rihanna. I like how Rihanna I sound d-
0: on that. I shit. just got into loyalty today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm, you know how like, with me, I get into an album, I get stuck on the ones I get stuck on. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I got stuck on on um on Element, right? And uh Triple X, uh huh. And then there's a couple others in that. but those two. Triple X is the one with you too, right? Well, the second half of it. Okay. The first half is like some old. I mean, he just took it like real. Sound like like Rick Rubin hip hop from back in the day. Interesting. With the solid 808 and you know what I'm saying the crazy ass sounds everywhere, and then it switched to the YouTube part at the end. I cool. cut it off at that point though.
1: Quick side note: Did you know? I just found this out. Did you know that Rick Rubin uh-huh. is responsible for Lil Yachty and uh, Drum doing broccoli together? He put that. He put that together. Oh wow. That's kind of crazy. That's some shit that you probably wouldn't even attribute. But see, to. But
0: see Rick Rubin got a lot of uh of, of uh, credits in the game with me at least. I know if you if you study that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like Rick Rubin was the first one to drop that 808 and make yeah. it go boom. Right, this right, is right. the same drum everybody using right now today. Rick mm. Rubin dropped that shit with, you know what I'm saying, with with T La Rock and with, you know what I'm saying, even with some of them run DMC joints. hmm And changed the game forever. Like, that was the sound that changed everything. I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Made the trunks rattle and, you know what I'm saying? Speaker box go. Sweets the whole shit up. But back to your original point. You was talking about. uh, I got sidetracked.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I sidetracked you because you said something about Rick Rubin. Right, right, right.
0: So yeah, I get stuck on those, but I went back. I, I was driving to uh, Greenwich, Connecticut, so I listened to the whole shit all over again. Okay, and then I I, I paid attention to Loyalty because a lot of you know what I'm saying a lot of people were talking about Loyalty, mm-hmm. so I, I wanted to check it out. And um, you know what I'm saying yeah, they they spit some good shit, man. Yeah,
1: it's a tough album. It some took shit, me bro. took me, which I mean I think every uh, Kendrick album. Take me about three, four listens to really understand what I heard. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the first listen is a lot of stuff. It's dense. Right. It's a lot of things going on, a lot of references, a uh, lot of fast rapping that you're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna mm-hmm. have to hear a few times so you can truly decode what has been said. Right. Definitely some real elements, some wild things. The first thing that that popped out to me though, besides damn near every Kendrick album reminded me of an Outkast album
0: in the way that. Oh my goodness! This shit right here is. Definitely yeah. outcasts, especially like that Andre three thousand Love Below album. Mm. It's a lot of elements of that shit in this album. But go ahead.
1: Okay, I think I can see. I can see a few of them, but I feel like that's been his thing from the first album. There's right. always, and when I mean, I mean that like there's layers to it. There's special attention to different things. They're gonna try different shit. Mm-hmm. But what struck me the most on my initial listening was the kid Capri drops.
0: Right, right, right. You right. know what I mean? For...
1: <laughs> For hip hop to be, you know, with the internet, hip hop isn't as regional as it used to be. It still has its regional stuff, so things kind of travel all over. But to hear something, even though we know Kid Capri became nationwide famous probably through the, you know, Def Comedy Jam, so people are familiar with that, but just to Mm -hmm. hear that drop, it's the Kid Capri. It sounded so New York on the West Coast Guys album. It was
0: pretty interesting. It's something that goes on over there in the aftermath with Dre and all that shit, where they, they, pay special attention to make sure they incorporate a lot of references not just regional and ge- geographically but just through time you know what right. i'm saying like it's, like on this album you got you got 808s from like the old style 808s mm-hmm. with with live scratching like real scratching and shit right. nobody really does that you know what i'm saying yeah. in in the in the middle of a of a new brand new record you know what right. i'm saying with some live scratching and you know what i'm saying some cuts and shit so they they take effort to 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 give shouts out to different times yeah. different regions and and diff, just all of the different elements of hip-hop just smashed into this one thing which makes it that much like you said dense you know what i'm yeah. saying it makes it dense and a whole lot to chew on and then a the nigga is rapping his ass off right <laughs> it's like a collage you know what i'm saying yeah no that's crazy and then he rapping his ass i just listened to that goddamn duckworth shit yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> you now that's that's eerie. Like that shit is too coincidental. No, like, like, but I'm I, I heard it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. When I first listened to the record, but I ain't really listen. You know how you like you say? Yeah. it's a lot of fast rapping right. and shit. So I didn't catch it till I heard about so it. So I was driving, and I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. and I'm trying to keep up with. Okay, right. this, this is Anthony. Anthony right. grew up over here. Uh-huh. Robbed, gonna rob the chicken spot. Right. And then, you know what I'm saying, when it get to the last line, I'm like, oh shit, hold up. And then they rewind it for you, because right. they know you're going gonna to need to rewind it. Do they rewind it they for don't, you? No, they just put it in, they go, they go in reverse, and then the album go off. Right. But in your mind, you're like, hold up, let me rewind this shit back. You know what I'm saying? So I ran it back, listened to it again, like, oh shit. That's some shit. Yeah. Top Dog with was about to kill his daddy.
1: Ain't this some shit about to fuck everything up.
0: <laughs> they wouldn't beat no Kendrick. Killed the bag. No. <laughs> fuck the whole shit up. So you know what I'm saying? This shit, it's just a lot of thought put into this shit. A lot of thought put into the nigga Rhymes. And then on this album, like we talked, me and G. Lou talked about Kendrick on the last show. Right, he
1: called it Art, which is it. Right.
0: But they took special care and I think, I've seen a lot on the internet talking about he, he took a lot of nigga styles to kind of diss him with. Like with with uh, with, um, with Big, Big Sean, Sean and you know I guess Drake you know what I'm saying shit like that, but he used a lot of their style, which which gave a balance to the album that mm. made it you know what I'm saying you do have more mainstream sounding shit on there than some of the other Kendrick, well then the last Kendrick album right. release, you know what I'm saying, I you know what I'm saying I was in the Casablanca on Friday and uh-huh. heard a couple of joints in there I'm like
1: okay this nigga got some club records in this bitch
0: interesting what you hear. <laughs> I heard. Uh, of course, you heard the um, loyalty. Not lo- loyalty, but then it shocked me that they played uh, humble, humble first. Uh-huh. I forgot. I wish I knew that girl that was DJing. that she rocked that bitch. Dang. She rocked. That Shout bitch. out to you. That, that, that was. I had to look it up. But you know who? That was the first time. Shout out the to the first you. time that I was in a spot in a long time mm-hmm. that. I was just riding to the music, yeah, like enjoying the music. Fuck, it felt fuck, good. fuck everything going on. I'm like, okay, this shit is rocking. I told <laughs> this you, this shit rocking.
1: That, that should have changed your whole energy.
0: Yeah, sucks.
1: yeah. So, question? For, well, first of all, if listen, if you work at a Popeyes or Kennedy or KFC, and some gangster motherfuckers come in. And they, you know they 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 visit your establishment on the frequent. Make sure you hit them with an extra biscuit
0: or two. Or extra biscuit or two. That's an
1: insurance plan.
0: <laughs> Just be careful. Right. keep the bag available for the future.
2: Exactly. Uh
0: <laughs> Yeah, man. Speaking well, of, go for ahead
2: from my from my, my uninformed position. Um, Let's hear it. You know, I I'll be honest. I thought I still haven't heard Mad City yet.
1: Uh huh.
2: Which which I get reckless, you know. I get I get uh, massive sh- shame for that. I I shame for that. It.
1: Don't worry about it.
2: Um, but what I did notice was the difference in uh, sonically how this thing sounded. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, because the last one was was more funk. Right. That's one had that bass. I had that James Brown thing cooking through it. You know. Right, right, right. That Thundercat. Yeah, and then to Atley's point, this one felt a little more. Uh, I guess it did have a little more East Coast swing to it.
1: Mm, Swing
2: um, for for lack of a better word, I, you know I, I I don't have the, talk the verbiage for this, man, but it, nah, yeah. Bro. But uh I guess the, the texture of it reminded me of like kind of gritty New York, like early New York. You know what I mean? Like the texture of it, mm. which I enjoy because I I miss that style of hip hop, like the the old the old producers.
0: Yeah, it had a lot of it had some of that. It had a lot of the new school shit. It had some some Jodeci moments and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like how I always say Drake album falls short about three, four hip-hop songs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He had a perfect balance. And then he he didn't leave you on no R&B. He ain't make the first half hard and then the second half R&B. He'd throw an R&B here, throw, throw an R&B there. And then he'd come right back to some, you know what I'm saying, hard-ass spitting So shit. about Kendrick? Kendrick. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lord, Lord, like if you had loyalty and then about three or four more R&B type joints back right. to back. He' not that guy. I know, but I'm just saying that's right. that's the difference. That's to what me. Drake does. That's Drake what gonna have about five. Now he got Caribbean songs. He got all kind of shit going on. That ain't no real rapping.
1: That brings me to a question. Uh, well, pretty, I know you could answer. I don't think Vlack could answer this. Vlad but might answer to this point. To this point, though, I think we got to add Kendrick to that list of like people like Kanye, people like Drake, mm-hmm. where the last the new album don't sound like the last album, mm-hmm. and You kind of got to let your expectations go for this artist and open your mind to what the new shit is that they doing Mm -hmm. and bet on the fact that they're a dope artist that they're going to deliver. Something It's a new experience each time, which makes it fun. Which is some outcast shit. Which is some outcast shit, whereas compared to like... Jay Z, who's to drop around the same time as OutKast, Jay Z was very consistent. Consistent. He switched it up maybe twice in his career, maybe three times. Volume one, you could call that a switch up. But, um, question though, you kind of brought that up. Uh, Damn or more life? What damn,
0: you... goddamn, shit, what is yeah! What did you talk about? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah! You could throw Ross in the Rick Ross shit in there too. It's still damn, I ain't.
1: I don't really know the way to fuck with Rick <laughs> Ross. You, know you could throw oh, all that uh, shit up what, in what, there. What's, what, what's more, life? More life Drake, is the Drake out. That's what I was saying. Oh, the Drake got okay. some shit on there now yeah, too. Yeah, I'm some not old... shitting
0: on it. I'm not shitting what on. You it, gonna so don't, to don't more? get it twisted. Actually, man, that's for, what I'm saying. For real, in the real life, man. Like I said, previous Kendrick album. You know what I'm saying? I might listen to it here and then I might listen to it there. I, I've i been running this motherfucker here. Okay, this nice. new shit right here? Fair enough. Like I say, it's it's balanced. It is. He got Ali, a balance. Ali I got a,
2: Ali, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Uh, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but you had said that Kendrick is the artistic expression
0: of hip-hop? I might not have said it like that. Say so he's art. Somebody somebody interpreted it like that. I said that he make more like art. He, his music, his albums are oh, more okay. like art. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to put... Five club bangers and I'ma put, you know what I'm saying, three three R and B records and then, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm the rest is gonna be a hodgepodge of what I do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Rick Ross album feel like a uh, formula. Like, okay. Same album for the last three years. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'ma put this kind of record, this kind of record, I'm gonna do Maybach music part ten, then I'm gonna do you know what I'm saying? It's like all right, it's, it's it's the same type of shit every time. Like with him, he might do some shit and it might throw you, just like Outcast. Outcast when when ATL came, second album, it threw. It, it was brand new, but I liked that shit all the way through. Aquemini came, and it, it was another switch up. And while I didn't dislike it, I didn't fuck with it all the way through. Ooh. But I fucked with it still. So it's still like when I go back to it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to five or six songs, not the whole shit. AT, ATL that was aliens, Five Michael atl and that was just because they didn't give them five mics on the other two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fair enough. You said it's the training day Oscar? That's the training day Oscar.
1: Okay. But
0: mm. but, but atl as I go back to, I listen to the whole shit. Southern Playlistic, I listen to the whole shit.
1: Stankonia, Where you at?
0: Stank on you, I had about four joints on there.
1: Oh, damn it. You got harsh.
0: No, I got older. And, I, okay. you know i saying, I, I stopped but, paying I, attention, you know what I'm saying, as much. That era, I was, it was a lot going on, so I, I wasn't paying attention as hard. <laughs> you know like, like? A lot of duress. Yeah, not duress. It was a good time. <laughs> it, it was, was sh- other shit to, to focus on. Yeah, that's probably like during my heyday.
1: Well, let me just say this real <laughs> quick. Uh, two things. Uh, that Blem in the club, though, I don't know if you've seen how that 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 is doing it on that More Life album, that record wow. Blem, I've seen its effect. Which one is that? That's one of them ones that sell Caribbean. Where he right, using right, right. that uh, newfangled uh, patois. Listen, man, I'm to not
0: effective measure. No, listen, dog. Drake gonna make the club record for that sure. Shit was rocking. It's gonna rock. That was that's the difference that Drake always had over a Kendrick. Right. He gonna have the right. club record. Like you know, what I'm saying Kendrick gonna give you halfway. Yeah. Maybe they'll play it because it's out and it's new, but. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick gonna make you, he gonna give you purpose, right? He, he gonna, gonna you give you a lot of shit, and and I don't even know if he got those type of club records on this album.
1: Drake loyalty loyalty
0: might be might go because of yeah. Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? If he slap a pussy ass nigga, he'll make it look sexy, might go. Maybe
1: the thing with Drake, <laughs> the thing with Kendrick is Kendrick like your favorite cousin. You know what I mean? That's nice in school. That's doing good in life and shit. So when you do see him in the in the club, it's a moment anyway. Because I've seen like we gonna be all right. right. That was that's a protest song, but that shit cracked the club. We gonna be all right
0: to crack the niggas club. They can
1: sing that shit with their full spirit. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? When there's a few times when Kendrick has made it in, and you can feel like the crowd is kind of I don't want to say overcompensating, but they celebrating that okay, yeah. Kenny in here too.
0: Right. And but see this this is what I'm gonna tell y'all. Why well, I fuck with all this shit. Go ahead. I don't I don't want to go to a Kendrick concert and they playing the drums over this music, man. The live drums oh, and shit. I, do they, I, I don't think they do that. They do, do, they do, do that, that dog. Yeah. I saw them at Essence Fest and they played the That's live Essence drums. Fresh. You know what I'm saying? I was like, ah, oh, I couldn't even watch it. I think that might be Essence Fest criteria. I couldn't even I couldn't even tell the songs apart because all the drums I'm saying? <laughs> So, yeah. so, you know, that's yeah. the only thing I'm leery about with an album of that much depth and density to get on stage. And I know it's, you know, it's supposed to feel better with the live drums, but you wanna hear that real fucking kick. You wanna hear the real difference in the sounds as yeah. far as how they produced it on the record. He got at least that. for me. He gotta do that. See, all right, let me say this is the second part
1: I wanted to say. And I'm like, I guess I'm just in the minority, but to me, To Pimp a, Blood, to Pimp a Butterfly was a fucking fantastic album. I went mm-hmm. back to that shit so many times. Right. It's just the vibe was so crazy. It actually reminded me of how it opens up and reminded me of Mama's Gun by Erykah Badu. Right. How like the whole shit, just how it explodes. Right. But... um. To your point, how you say like if you see this record live, you don't need the motherfucker on the drum kit. You need real kicks and like, shit like that. You need that eight oh eight kick. I remember when To Pimble Butterfly came out. That was such a that was such a Black Lives Matter ass album. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to go see him at uh what's the name of this venue over here? That's a horrible venue. <laughs> it's a terrible venue. It's a terrible venue. It's like a ah uh, what's the fucking name? I'll figure out the name. But anyway, um. He did his he did his uh Kendrick he did a show out there I forget the name of the show that he was doing but he was playing the Pimp Butterfly album and you you forget Kendrick's Kendrick's uh, audience is very diverse right. and there's a lot of white folks no doubt and this is a black ass album no doubt and they was doing we gonna be alright and they was singing that shit without the neck and it, and I guess to you know concede to what the, the whole situation was but. You don't need, you, you, when you hear we gonna be all right without the nigga, it's like it's missing the drum. You know what I mean? It's like it don't hit like it's supposed to hit. I need to know he talking to me that we gonna be high. You know what I mean? Don't, don't censor the, don't censor the movement.
0: Shit. Anyway, so nah, I understand that's, you that's with that fun. sonic disconnect. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just, I can't, I can't do it, man. I, I gotta hear it in his full, like, like them kicks and them hard kicks and shit like that is like butter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how like you put butter on your toast and you just get that certain feeling right. in your whole shit. Right. That's how that's how them eight oh eights be hitting when they when they hit the speaking it's boom just, yeah. just wrap your whole body up and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what Rick Rubin gave to the game. That that butter. You know what I'm saying? Butter. Hey, and then I found that DJ who was rocking in the Casablanca. What's his name? Her name, DJ da Vanity.
1: Shout out to DJ Divinity. her
0: uh, Instagram is Roll Skate, Rock Skate Roll Bounce, Rock okay. Skate Roll Bounce. She bounce, ain't got that many followers, but bounce. shit, man, she was rocking don't, that bitch. Don't, don't follow
1: a shame on that.
0: No, I'm not saying okay. that, I'm not saying, I'm follow, just saying- You had to put that out No, no, because okay. people going to go, I'm just saying, as good as she was, right. you know what I'm saying? I thought she, she was like, you know more. what I'm saying, like she was a, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I see. You, you know what I mean? It.
1: She's still good, she just need more people She's, to recognize her She was great. Good nigga. She was great. Okay.
0: You know what I'm saying? Good. Shit. <laughs> she she look like <laughs> I can hire her for <laughs> my house party. And shit. <laughs> you can
1: feel you can feel the sponsorship dollars go away when they hit your clout score. They like
0: ooh. Uh, uh, man. I'm just saying she must she must be on the bubble. That's all. Find me someone with a hundred and more thousand. Listen, followers. man. I ain't got no whole bunch of followers nah, either. I'm man. just saying. I'm just saying. I thought she was. I thought she was a big old deal, and there she you probably go. is she in, a, way. in a niche community. Sure. Cause she
1: killed <laughs> that shit. That's a funny ass.
0: <laughs> she on her way in a niche community.
1: <laughs>
2: that shit is ass. That's
1: hilarious. Hey, no, I'm not trying to diss her, man. Y'all,
0: don't take it. Don't that take it no kind of way, y'all. I'm not oh, trying to diss anybody. I'm just, I'm just, I was just surprised that there her numbers go. was like that.
1: Though. Yeah, man.
0: Sorry. <laughs> shit.
2: <laughs> 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 Nigga
0: can't win for winning. <laughs>
2: I did <laughs> not. the sex be <laughs> <laughs> Say what? I did not have sex
1: with Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> oh shit! Listen, <That's> <laughs> anyway, man, Vlad, what's going on
2: with you, man? How you doing on the West Side? Speaking of music, man, I've been i uh, I've been indulging in some jazz. All right, Rarit, Rarit. indulging. And uh, what era? Yeah, because uh, right now, right now, I'm I'm really studying uh, the Lonely's Monk. Okay. Um. Yeah. There's a documentary about him called Straight No Chaser. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it used, like, archive footage of him kind of in his life. Uh-huh. And as you know, I mean, it's kind of known that Thelonious was a weird dude. You know, he was, he was an odd dude. Okay. Um, but the way he was talking, you would swear he could, he could be like, he could be hanging out with us right now.
1: He was just, what do you mean?
2: Like, the, the way he was, the way, he, the, the, it was crazy to watch. Like, he's on a bus one time and his boy, his boy bought some pants in Europe. Mm-hmm. And he looks at him, and he goes, "He goes, yo, them pants is crazy as a motherfucker, just like that." <laughs>
0: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And he was, I was like, <laughs> yeah, was cool. "He was they, talking like, 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 a, like a dude I would know now, you right?" Know? But they right. created
0: this kind of talk, right? That's them what I'm jazz, made That's this what I'm cool saying. talk. You know what I'm saying? We ain't nothing but facsimiles yeah. of that yeah. era. And I was watching it, going, "They, they've
1: been doing this." Yeah. Is it, it, go ahead, D. No, I was just going. I think on just y'all keep going, but I would have to say. Thelonious Monk might be top three coolest names of all time. Right. It ain't too many names that's cooler than Thelonious Monk.
0: Right, right. That's a right. cool motherfucker, right, but keep right. going. Nah, nah, nah. I was I was just saying, like, you know, that whole jazz era scenario, that's where all this cool, I'm hip, all that shit came from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they they was the enlightened ones, but they was also the, you know what I'm saying, the drug doing the, you know what I'm saying, reefer smoking, the, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Fuck Your Daughter and your and your wife and your girlfriend, <laughs> too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thelonious monk had the rich, you know what I'm saying, Baroness chick. You know? yeah, he did, he did. He did. Listen, man, did. over there is right there about where Trump all on all them buildings on the west side over there. Right. Right behind those buildings. It's Thelonious Monk way. They done named. They, he got a. He got a little street over there yeah, and all that rich
2: shit. That's
0: what's up. That's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because
2: so basically, yeah. So the the Rothschilds. I think the Rothschilds' granddaughter mm-hmm. was like one of Thelonious' best friends. And in fact, I think best towards friends, the end of his day, quote, he was living with
0: unquote. her. Unquote. Yeah, she was his sponsor.
2: So. um... And then also, they just dropped, they're about they to drop, they, I you know, a John I guess, Train. Dr. I guess that's what
0: Jay elect trying to get. He trying to get some of that, that, that cool. Little fellowship. <laughs> he ain't nothing but a facsimile. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, a yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh, man. That shit too funny. Uh, that's oh, hilarious. Is that, is that the
2: lady? You no, know, that, that's my fellowship. Oh, shit, man.
0: So you own that jazz?
2: I'm on that jazz right now, man, because especially Thelonious, like, yeah. I'm amazed at how much discipline is required to stay on rhythm. Like, you know, uh, jazz is very much associated with improvisation. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a certain element of discipline that's behind it because you got you to stay on a rhythm at, while listening to the other players at the same time. Right. And Thelonious was unique in that he was so scatterbrained.
1: Mm.
2: You know, you he, he, he even watch performances. He, he just looked like he was, like he was somewhere else.
0: Yeah, because you got to be somewhere um, else to come up with something new. Can't get no new shit cr- right I mean, in the same spot.
2: I like them
1: jazz cats. You, I, yeah, I, mean, I you, do
2: too, man. Because
1: they odd. <laughs> and it makes you embrace your odd shit. Because right. nowadays, you know, it's a lot of anti-odd movement. Everybody wanted to be like everybody else. It was a lot right. of followers. There's always been a lot of followers. But the jazz cats seem like once you said you was a jazz musician, it almost gave you license to be a little weird. Yeah, you, you just, know? you did yeah. your
0: own shit. And right. you know what I'm saying? You ran your own way. And you got high in the morning. And, you know I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and shit, yeah, that's gonna make you a little different than a motherfucker getting up going to work. Hallow. <laughs> that's you
1: know funny. That's where it all starts. That's where it all changed. That's but, where he went left.
0: But you know what I'm saying? They also put, you know, they put a lot of it's a lot of intellect that goes into doing that yeah. improv and 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 climbing those scales. And you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of mathematics involved in that shit. So you 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 ain't gonna be no dummy just jumping on the horn and think you just gonna, you know what I'm saying, be one of the, the best in that fucking right. genre. No, 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 you gotta be good. So that's that's how that was until, you know, but it, as in all things, you know what I'm saying? It switched, it has different flows, and then the smooth jazz came out. And you just blow your instrument and be good.
1: You know, if you go on iTunes and go to like to the jazz section, mm-hmm. it's damn near all white people. Yeah. Like a Mitch, like Mad Kenny G. It's mad, uh, I forget somebody, um, I think Michael Buble might get pulled into that whole thing. I forget, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, that's but how history uh, it do. You know yeah. But uh, you had me listening to some Coltrane shit, would you it you, yeah. out Equinox
0: or something. Yeah, like that, that. that's what I was on when I first got here, that Equinox Yeah, album. yeah. That shit was laying Well, you around. know, there's
2: a Coltrane documentary that's coming out, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's what people...
0: Gary, Gary was working on that. That's mm-hmm. what um, he was talking about on the last episode. That's like, right,
2: that's right. right. Yeah. Um, that's right, yeah. It's, it's supposed to be L.
0: Speaking of I, you know what I'm saying, Like I fuck with Coltrane and Miles and all that shit, but I, I, I fuck with uh Sun Ra. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. be off on some way, like his music, I don't even know how he look. I know he be looking like Africa Bambaataa and shit right. with them outfits, but the music be so way out yeah. that you can't think about no regular shit listening to that. Nah. You know what I'm saying? When I want to come up with some new shit, I'm going to put on some shit like that. Yeah. Or some shit I don't understand totally, like some foreign language-ass shit. Yeah. Because it, it take your mind that's to the, a place where it ain't. That's
2: the crazy, Ali, Ali, that's the same reason why I started listening to Thelonious. It's like, it's funny how when you need to like reinvigorate your brain, you turn to music.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and I went specifically to Thelonious because I knew he was that scatterbrain cat.
0: Yeah. Go check some Sun Raid or fuck your whole shit up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he dope.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Lanquidity is my favorite joint. That's fire. That's my favorite
2: joint. Uh, D, didn't you say you you saw, uh, what's his name? You saw Thundercat live, right?
1: Yeah, I seen him live in D.C., that shit was good. It,
2: it, it, isn't, he, isn't
1: he also like a weird dude, you said? He the, weird, uh... but I mean, not as weird as like Sun Ra. Sun Ra, his shit is like <laughs> free association <laughs> shit. You might hear a motherfucker just hit a gong, boom, <laughs> and then the nigga hit a... It's like all types of weird soundscapes <laughs> and cat <laughs> might be out. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: It's all on the cut. It's whatever is in the mix. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Thundercat's funky. That shit was popping. And he, sound, he sounds good live, because... He got a kind of like I guess almost like a falsetto type of voice. You know, one of them type of voices mm-hmm. that sound good on the record. You like, if he could duplicate this shit live, he a bad motherfucker. Did he? he did it, yeah. I heard. It was pretty good, man. <laughs> he was good. Um uh, I think we shouted did we not talk about this yeah, shit? Yeah, we we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Thundercat and all of that. Was we went to D C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to D C again, man. It was good, good times. Where? What's what's up with you,
0: man? Where you been,
1: man? <sighs> man, I've been out here in the world, just working, working. We just got done. We wrapped another uh, sixteen episodes of Comedy Knockout.
0: Congrats!
1: Thank you, Pop. Mm-hmm. Thank how y'all. many episodes? Sixteen. We just wrapped another oh, 16. sixteen. So I how think.
0: many is all together that you've done? We
1: about. We might have fifty-eight in the book. 58? Something yeah, crazy. Yeah, Something crazy. We almost syndication. Mm-hmm. Nah, we out here though. But, um, Go, Dick Clark. Ass yeah, nigga. on 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 my yo, because I was <laughs> you know so funny. I did almost as many episodes as John Amos on Good Times. That's how I'm counting. Damn, because I didn't. My, Good somebody, time. I didn't know John Amos wasn't on that long, but then he was on long enough. He was on right. sixty episodes. Somebody was saying, you know. Right. They were saying he's only on for of one. Never mind. That's a whole nother story. I'm getting into a tangent. Anyway. Yeah, that's all
0: good. Shit. That's a, that's a benchmark. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. Shout out Shit. to John yeah, everybody Amos. everybody know James, John Amos.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know what I'm saying? But uh, it was fun, man. We had a good run,
1: you know, getting more in the groove of it all. And everybody, you know, the people that have been there is people that have been there for right. a while. So they, they understand the rhythm of the show right. we did some tweaks on the production side a couple different things now i'm judging the winner in the first two rounds something a little different mm-hmm. we had some fun man um you know shout out to the writers shout out to the to the to the, to the comedians that came through shout out, yeah shout so, out to so crew.
0: when you when you you are at the, the you're the face of this show yeah. you know what i'm saying the yep. host you know right. what i'm saying all of it is everybody looking at you right um what did you take, you know, what have you gotten over these past few seasons, right. you know what I'm saying, that you put into this this new season that, you know what I'm saying, that you might not have started with?
1: Assert my sensibility uh, a little more, uh, I don't say ruthlessly, but just like assert what I feel sensibility-wise mm-hmm. rather than kind of be on the fence with some shit, do it, and then regret not saying nothing, right? Right. Part of the thing is, like I'm working on it. There's a bunch of writers, right? So they'll write copy and things of that nature and everything. You don't nitpick. You can't. Nitpick, you can nitpick as much as you want to, but there'll be times of like, you know, you read some shit and you're like, I don't know if I would really say it like that. Right. And they be like, they pick up on it. They, would you not say it like that? Like, well, what would you say? And I'm like, ah, or you don't think that joke is funny. You know what I mean? The writer of the joke is is right there. You know, that's because that's my way of kind of, you know what I mean, not judging. Sometimes you got to say, nah, I'm good on that. That's not me. That's not my sensibility. Not that that's a bad joke. That's just not for me. It's all art, right? It's all subjective. So, nah, I wouldn't say it like that. Or let's do something like this. I think I got a little bit more of that because I had to. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to have to, like you said, I'm going to have to wear it. I'm going to be the face of this shit. So, it's like I'm trying to put as much of... You know you gotta you I feel way more invested than I've ever felt, right, you know what I mean so um, so that's probably the the biggest the biggest change, you know what I mean, doing that, just being in the moment more, you know, like realizing look, it's a comedy show, the mm-hmm. worst thing that could happen is it don't get a laugh, you right. know what I mean, but right. after but that's it, nobody gonna beat you with a bat, right. you're not you're not gonna lose your career, you're not gonna be marred publicly or no shit like right. that. Most likely, right? Right. So you know, enjoy, jump in it more, get in the fray. So you might say a whack joke, and that shit, you guys just sit in it. But it right. lasts for five to seven seconds of ooh, ooh right. that, was, right. that, was, that wasn't funny. Right. And then you say some funny shit. You keep right. it fucking moving. It right. don't. It's, it is what it is. So shit like that. Uh, and you know what? <clears throat> One thing that I've been working on every trip. That we've been doing this, and I'm still working on it. But just in that moment, and alive in, the live, in mm-hmm. the live setting, just connected with that audience, right? Because right? I, I got like a warm up. So when I go on, it's kind of like we we starting to go. Mm-hmm. Like they going to turn on the cameras. Here you go, let's start the show. So there's a warm up that kind of gets the crowd pumped up and shit. You know, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And when you come on, you need a you want a second to kind of connect with this crowd, mm-hmm. past the the script. Right, not hey da 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 da, but you right. want to yo? What's going on? What y'all doing? So, it's been it's been some time, like just kind of negotiating that. I remember the first time I did it, I tried to do like some material up front.
0: Right, you know what <laughs> I mean, like a little. Set, but
1: it ain't really material. The context ain't really for material. These motherfuckers right. is pumped up. Hey, 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 right, you right, doing material, right. and that shit don't hit. Right. Now you still got to host the show, right. and you just bombed. <laughs> you just bombed in front of <laughs> So there.
0: dry right. ass. Like,
1: what kind of shit was he talking? <laughs> so just connect. What's going on? Blah, right, blah, blah. Right. They've got, got a question, whatever, whatever, but just connect to the moment. You right. know what I mean? And, like,
0: and and how do you do that?
1: Like I said, just ask questions. Say, what's up? You know, how you doing? It don't have to be... It don't have to be any grand gesture. Mm-hmm. Just speak to the people, look them in the eye, talk to them, connect with them. Just, "Yo, what's going on?" Bye, bye, bye. "What you got a question about that?" Or right, right, right. "What you like whatever the fuck." Just like how you would make regular conversation. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be cuz for myself, I was thinking, all right, shit, I got to put together a mean 4 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's gonna crush." And you don't need to do that. Just <laughs> right. talk to these motherfuckers. Right, you they know, daddy, talk to to like, yeah. see you anyway Absolutely. for a whole other reason. And you got to trust that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So so it was that type of thing, and uh, I was gonna say one other thing, but um, yeah, you just you just want to connect. And I was gonna ask both of y'all, how do you connect, or how do you, what do you do to connect, or even think about that? Vlad,
0: Vlad I know you want you want to tackle that right quick, and then I'm gonna come back with it too. I'm gonna think first. <laughs> how do I story? connect? Yeah, yes. how do you
1: connect? Like you know, it don't it don't even have to be limited to the stage. But we'll say that just for example's sake, you know, there's a difference when. There's a difference when you're talking to the crowd and you're talking mm-hmm. at the crowd. Right. You know what I mean, or you, you know what I mean, or you just locked into your own performance or locked into your act rather than locked into the moment. How do you address I that?
2: I think uh, well, I would say this. I think as you have to begin. There's a couple. This is a good question. The first thing is you have to understand that this is not the be all end all. This moment, this night, right. this is all a big work in progress. Right. And that allows you to say, you know what? Let me fuck up our right here. Let me make some mistakes. Let me do great. Let me do bad. Let me, do let me, just, let me just be in this moment. Because
0: mm-hmm.
2: if you get caught up in expectations, then you're no longer with the people. You're not you're caught up in what you think the people want to see. Right. So you got to go out there saying, I'm going to be better the next time than I am today. But I'm, I'm great now, but I'm going to be better the next time Right. because of what I learned today. And you're only as good as your last show. That's something you know, I live by. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, too, is you got to be comfortable with yourself. Post, post that first piece. Now we're talking about, uh, I am, you have to have a sense of okayness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what I try to do is, before I get on stage,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I try to tell myself, I could bomb tonight. Right. Because no one is above that or beyond that. And I keep telling myself that because you, you can make a comic, man. You know, I, I did my thing the last show. I, I'm a right. killer tonight. Right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're operating off of, you're operating off of ego at that point and not, not uh not like a sense of of uh of authenticity right you know um because what I, I believe when it comes to funny you can only be funny you can't try to be funny right you know so that that's and when and once you're funny i think you, you then you connect with the audience so i would say those three things i, right. that. I mean i kind of long-winded but
0: no not uh to speak towards what you were saying as far as being okay like I'm not a comedian. I'm not a performer. So, you know, connecting with people is, you know, being in a room or, you know what I'm saying, doing business or, you know, working right. on a project or some shit like that. Uh, a lot of times your audience is is like people who you want to spend money with you, you know what I'm saying, or or not. So a lot of times to connect, I I use that sense of okayness that you're talking about to first disconnect, dis disconnect myself from having to... Know everybody, you know what I'm saying? Having to just because this particular person is in the room, I have to connect with them. I don't have to connect with everybody, right. you know what I'm saying? I don't. I'm I'm good knowing that I don't have to know that motherfucker, no right. matter how famous he is, or whatever. Because yeah. everybody ain't for me, you know right. what I'm saying? So. Or you could
1: just have a whack ass conversation with that person, and it's still all good. It right. just
0: be what it is. It's just what it is. But you know what I'm saying? There's no expectations to it. I don't have right. no expectations of of coming in here taking out as many numbers as I can. Right. You know what I'm saying? Many connections as I can. I go in a room, you know what I'm saying? I get what feels right. You know what I'm saying? So you disconnect so you could let in the shit that feel right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and once you once you once somebody that feels right. Is connecting with you, then you can make it more meaningful by by having a deeper conversation or a deeper situation. You know what I'm saying? Then you, to me, when that happens, I know. Okay, I did the right shit, and I know that person. You know what I'm saying? That person was I was meant to connect with that person. You know what I'm saying? Even if nothing, if it's nothing else, if I don't even get no information, we don't go back and forth. It's all right. It's cool because I know for that moment and that time. It was a reason for that connection. And it might, sometimes it just might be to just let you know that shit, you all right. You still connect. You know what I'm saying? You all right. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, and, and that's what it is. It's like over the holidays at a party and, you know, Chris Rock was there. Mm-hmm. And a couple of other, you know, a lot of notables was in the motherfucking mm-hmm. room, and you know, I went by my own. Like shit, I'm in the room too. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I was, I wasn't gonna let Chris walk walk past me. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Even though I know the nigga you know what I'm saying? He wasn't trying to see me at this point, mm-hmm. at this very moment. Uh-huh. But I was like, shit, we the only two black people in here, man. <laughs> we he, blacking in this moment. <laughs> You're gonna have to see me right yeah, now. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So he walked by. I did some very uncharacteristic shit for myself, but I was like, <laughs> he just motherfucking, I will to walk past me. Mm-hmm. So he walked past, I say, Yo, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Loud and black. There he, go. He looked up, he had to fuck with me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He was like, ah, you know what I'm saying? He came over. Cause he didn't know if he knew me, not knew me. That like, is
2: perfect. That is perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he came. That through. is perfect. He he dapped me up and then he went on about his business. And yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? It was all good. I was, I was, I was content that, that you know what I'm saying? All right, I ain't let Chris Rock walk past but, Right. But on the same hand, Paul McCartney mm-hmm. was standing across from me talking to three people. Right. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker kept looking at me and shit. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm right. saying? And I didn't really know who he was at first. Is that Mr. Muhammad? Then I looked at him. and I was like, that's, that's motherfucking Paul McCartney. That's motherfucking Mr. Muhammad. And then at one point, the motherfucker, he stepped away from his, his guest. And he came over there and just shook my hand. See, oh
1: shit, I'm a big fan of In the conversation.
0: <laughs> I really like and, what you're doing. and it wasn't nothing more than that. Ain't you know goes. what I'm saying? We ain't do no politicking or nothing. shit. Was just nothing more than that. But I knew at in that moment uh-huh. that shit. I'm chilling. I did the. I am who the fuck I am. I'm, there you go. As blast say, I'm okayness.
2: There you go. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we you get, know what's funny? Go you know ahead. What's funny, Ali? What's up? He probably he he probably said he probably saw you say what's up to Chris in that natural organic <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, "Oh, okay." Those you black guys know it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he black. See, I He cool that's... with Chris. Oh, Let me go holler at him. Maybe maybe I know him too. <laughs> them. Uh,
2: fly <laughs> fly by is, association. One of those black comedians. Let
1: me say hello.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, I shit. know Chris was mad but, but, as fuck. But fun. I
2: think I think also, <laughs> um, also like you got you got to be okay with shit not working out.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, it's like, it's like being on a date. You got to be okay with not, like, not having this be a great date. Because otherwise, you're pandering. And that's the worst feeling when you're pandering. It's so, terrible. So that's, how
0: do you connect on a date, Vlad? You, you single out down these streets?
2: In these streets? Um, yeah, I've been, I've been dating. And um, I think for me, the most important thing for me is, like, um, well, the good thing about my situation is that, like, and, you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm nowhere near, like, I'm nowhere near famous. I got a lot to do. You going to say something? I do have Yeah, I am. <laughs> I ain't saying shit. Like, I'm about to rap.
0: <laughs> go ahead. I'm go like
2: ahead. um it's it's a little it's a little easier because typically when someone when someone dates you, they know I'm a comedian, they know what I do, they've seen my stuff, they'll come out to a show. Uh-huh. So I'm in my head, I have a sense of okay. It's like you have seen what I do. Mhm. Uh, now let me, let me find out about you, and that puts me at ease because I don't have to—I don't have to like do anything anymore. Like all right, I'm me. This is me. This is who I am. I don't, don't got to prove myself anymore. I'm done. You know what I mean?
0: So, at what point do um, you connect with them? Like, how do you—how do you make a connection be a little deeper than just who the fuck are you?
2: I got—I got a few tricks for that, Ali. you, oh, you, you got a Black book now? Nah,
0: I mean not black
2: book. I'm just you know, saying has, on a human—on a human level.
0: <laughs> on a human level. <laughs> not how you close now. the deal. You know what I'm saying? Just on a human level. You know what I'm saying? Within conversation, what what types of things do you pick up on to dig deeper into? All
2: right, so this is on a human level. This is regardless of of uh, romantic. This is me, right. person. Yeah, you gotta let the you gotta let the person know that we have time and we're not rushing things.
1: Okay, that's good. How you do you mean, do that? that? It's Put your phone down. What you doing?
2: Put your phone away. Uh, you find a, a location where where it communicates that we're here to hang out together. Mm-hmm. A quiet restaurant. Go go for a walk. Um... You know, again, like Ali, like Ali said, nothing too distracting, mm-hmm. and you make it clear, like, and if you do gotta go somewhere, you make that, you make, you make that a point, like, hey, for, b- between now, between six and eight, you know, we we kicking it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but you gotta communicate somehow that, like, you know, that you know, we, you know, we hanging out,
0: right, 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 nah, no doubt. To me,
2: that's very important.
0: No doubt, shit, I know at the house, I'm, I've been married, um, shit, eighteen years. Shit. 17 years. 17 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And you know, at certain points you had to reconnect. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not just even on no dating shit, just as people. You know what I'm saying? You know, you go off, do your shit, you know what I'm saying? She go to work, do her thing, and you know, y'all passing the night. You could end up um, you know, just talking about bills and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? For the long as you got kids and bills, you gonna you could talk about that shit every motherfucking day, mm-hmm. all day. But With your lady, with your lady, but an old old mentor of mine—I might have said this before, but you know what I'm saying—he told me he was—he was um, his his last daughter had went off to college, Mm -hmm. and and I was like, oh, that's good, you know what I'm saying? Nah, you know what I'm saying? It's just you and your wife. Y'all could kick it, and then he was like, yeah, yeah. But we gotta find something to talk about, like, right. you know, we only been talking about the kids for the last twenty right. years. It's like, you know, we have nothing to talk about. Need a whole new script, you know what I'm saying? And then he told me, he was like, yo, you know, while well, you got this time now, you know, find figure out some shit that you could talk about <laughs> with your wife, you know what I'm saying? That that's <laughs> not the kids in the bills. Get meals. some you know topics, together. you know, get your topics together, because oh, yeah. and you know, and you know, I could I could tell. Like when I drop some new shit on the table, my wife she gets real suspicious about that. Shit. She's like, <laughs> what you been what, talking what, what the, to. What the fuck is going on with you? You acting suspicious right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I had to let that ride. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that I have to put this on the table because I had to add more shit to the topics. Right. So that you know what I'm saying? Shit, and you know, ten years mm-hmm. we got other shit that we've been building on for the last ten years. Right. You know what I'm saying? So connection is key man and you have to i i try to dig in where i know the other person or you know what i'm saying the 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 room is it's like a a general need for that room a general uh space what what need to happen everybody want the same goal mm-hmm. and that's where i want to tap in <clears throat> where's that commonality where's where are we all trying to go we all want to win you know what i'm saying if you mm-hmm. want to win in that direction i got this Right. Ooh, we can win with that. You know what I'm saying? Then you connect. You in? You know what I'm saying? It's ka-chick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just closing after that. I hear that.
2: All right.
1: <clears throat> what else is going on? It's a, with it's, sure? a,
2: it's a it's a good it's a good question, man. Because you could totally tell when you're not connected. How? It, uh, I guess as a comic, you could tell when like when uh, it's just this, I mean, dude, you could jump in on this as a comic. I feel like. There's a sense of, there's a, you know, the, you and you the audience, are, are, you have a rhythm relationship, and every comic has their own rhythm. And when that rhythm is not being uh, reciprocated, you know, it. it's just a feeling of like, damn, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not hitting this piano at the right notes.
0: Right. Hmm. You just Does feel that like they not sense?
2: with you. You feel yeah. like they're
1: not with you. Sometimes you just you could tell. Sometimes they might start talking. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the most obvious way they like look away, or you could, or you could just tell by like to your point with Vlad was saying rhythm, rhythm, and also like momentum. Right? You might you might have had mean momentum up your first seven minutes on stage, and you just said some shit that kind of polarized the crowd. And they not really fucking with you on this next joke because of that last joke, and you you'll see you'll see Kyle say, "Oh, I must have lost y'all on the da 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 da," because you can see there's a reaction, and you gotta you have to address the reaction to reconnect, or not, or not. Sometimes you just not connect, you just disconnected <laughs> for the rest of the set. And it's or, just like ah right, y'all,
2: I'm gonna do
0: me. What, I got what Vlad told them motherfuckers. Oh, you don't it? deserve these right. jokes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, guy, you got, got there right. I was, I was, I was tight that night. I was pissed that uh, night. that was the first time. That was the
0: first time you let it loose on the on the show. I was
1: pissed
2: that night, <laughs> man. It was because I, I had a sense of okayness. I was like I, I was like, you know what? I'm good.
1: <laughs> there
2: you go. But again, again, I walk in, I walk into the show going that may happen. Like this may happen tonight.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And oftentimes when we on, sometimes you doing shows. Depends on what you' working on. Like you might really be working on new material, and that shit might not all the way be there. So no. you you don't really expect to smash with this shit because you don't think it's all the way there. You just looking for the response, the reaction. You might get a groan. You might get a laugh. You might get a you know whatever. But it's like okay, now nah, I think we got something that connects. That that lost them there and then,
0: but is there a difference? Like I say, Kendrick is an artist. Like we we put our artwork. You know what I'm saying? Is there right. a difference in comedians? Like like how y'all say we, you go work on some shit and work right. a room. And then it's, you know I feel like you know I'm not in the business of comedy, but I feel like there's other comedians that just got jokes and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And just come out just to just crack these jokes off. You know what I'm saying? Make the room go crazy. You know what I mean? Right. So is, is there what's the difference in
2: that? It's different. I, th- I mean, go ahead, let I think it's objective. Obviously, it changes between every comedian. But I think for me, the difference is saying funny things and being funny, and there's always there's always a subtle difference in that. And for me, the guys who I think who, are, who I think are being funny, those are the ones that I appreciate the most in terms of art. Um, whether it be a guy like Sebastian Maniscalco, you know, Brian Regan, and uh, JB Smooth. Um, Guys who I think are just being genuinely funny. To me, those guys are like, like, I'm like, I look at them like art. Like, wow, look at this, look at these guys putting together based on him being funny, you know? Mm -hmm. And you got guys that can say funny things, but then it feels too equation or it feels too artificial. And you're like, okay, I see the formula there. I saw the setup. I don't know if he's funny, but he's saying funny things.
0: Right, right, right. No, I get it. I get it. And it's also certain cats,
1: I think, There's comics that are just they could just destroy the room, just saying a whole lot of funny shit, just be funny as hell, saying some wild shit. Right. But you might not know nothing about them. Right. Right. You know what I mean? You leave saying, "Yo, that that third guy was funny as shit." You don't remember his name. He had that leather jacket on. He said some funny shit, and it's uh, it's funny, but it's nothing that's reflect like it doesn't give you much of who he is, uh, other than the fact that he's funny.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I get that. Because right. I went on a, I went on a shot of tour with Miller Lite. Right. It was a comedy contest. By, right. You know what I'm saying? Five different cities. And it was one guy that was on the show. I don't really, I don't remember all the names. But right. it was one comedian that was on the show that killed everywhere we went. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and to what you guys are saying, he had those, you know, I'm going to tear the room up type jokes. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right right, 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 And it was nothing personal. It wasn't nothing about him. It was just funny ass shit that, you know what I'm saying? Right funny antidotes that he killed all of the rooms with right. and then the girl who actually won the show uh-huh. she didn't have those types of jokes those you know i'm gonna kill the room i'm gonna walk in the room and just kill that shit right she just told a lot of she told stories you know what i'm saying right. and those stories you know about her uncle you know what I'm saying? so right. you kind of all of her stories went right back to her right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and she killed the room. She she might not have killed them as hard as he killed all of them. She killed some of them right. and she made the other ones laugh. But she won uh, the overall right. contest. And um, you know, you could see the disappointment in the dude's face, and he kind of like felt like he got robbed. Right. But now that you guys are saying what you're saying, I could see how she actually won the show right. by bringing it all the way around to her as a, a person, as a as a comedian, as a storyteller.
1: Right. Because you you start to connect, you start to connect that person with all of those things about you. Walk away knowing a lot about that person, right. which makes you a little bit more endeared to that person. The right. other person was funny as shit. Right. Yo, he's I can't remember what he said. You know what I mean? But he who he said that crazy shit was. Right. Oh, that's the one who aunt got the limp. You know right, what I mean? Right, you might right, not right. even remember the, the joke, but you remember things about them in it. Right. And if you're trying to create a career for yourself. It's more stuff for people to know about you. So, like, as you move forward, if you wanted to create a show about yourself, people know, oh, he he's in that relationship. He does that. He's got his, you know what I mean? And it, they could build around it rather than somebody that's just a force mm-hmm. that's boom, boom, boom. And then also sometimes those cats have their jokes, their, their jokes stolen mm-hmm. because it's not about anything personal. Mm-hmm. It's just an effective ass joke. Right. There's a lot of jokes that just move around from person to person. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that motherfucker is a joke that he thought... But if your jokes are personal, right. nobody could be Ali Muhammad but Ali Muhammad. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? They might try some of your your craft or your technique, right. but when they when you talking about the Mac 10 bag story, that happened <laughs> to you. That didn't happen to another motherfucker. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. that's 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 pretty much the difference, in my opinion. Okay, okay.
0: So there's a difference between a Meek Mill and a Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like Ken, like me going to come out and spit a whole right. bunch of shit that right. you don't remember. Right. <laughs> you know what you what remember the energy? You remember the energy? <laughs>
1: Hold on wait, you, you do do all of that, that shit. You know what
0: I'm <laughs> saying? You remember the, you know every everyone got the same tone. Right. <laughs> right.
1: Pull off in the rafe. And and going to hit you with some real <laughs> with a whole bullshit. bunch of shit. Right, he gonna they gonna take a minute till to, to clear the stage for a bit. They are gonna bring the curtains down. They are gonna let it be quiet for about three minutes. They and then you're
0: gonna, gonna be like, "Damn, Anthony yeah. worked at the KFC." Right, right. That's he what we talking away the,
1: about. The motherfucking biscuits Hell yeah. he saved his life. You know what I mean? You want to meet? You want to meet Kendrick's father? He yeah. wasn't even at the show.
0: Curly haired nigga with gap too. Yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> you want to meet this? Nigga. Oh shit, man. Yeah what sure, uh, I was cracking my ass, sure. you know, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Yeah, man, rest in peace. Speaking of which, somebody that, you know. A uh, 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 genius storyteller. One of the best. You know what I'm saying? Of all
1: time. <laughs>
0: One of the best. Just the way he was talk, Tell a story.
1: Right. I revisited, um, I was listening to the Champs podcast. Shout out to Roy Wood Jr. He was tweeting about it. He was like, yo, you should listen to the... Um, The Charlie Murphy interview on The Champs. The Champs is Neil Brennan and Moshe Kasher. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just stories all through that shit. And the motherfucker is hilarious, man. His stories, when you was talking about, I forget who you was just talking about, but uh, he had this one cat named Billy Walls. Mm -hmm. And you was talking about cats that be fucking... The Daughter and the Moms, oh, right, right. he was like Billy Walls <laughs> is the type of thing you, you see him in somebody's bedroom in the window, you see somebody's moms right behind him putting their shirt back on. Like just, <laughs> but the way he introduced these characters, <laughs> you want to meet Billy Walls, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The way he told the story about fucking uh, Rick James or told the story about Prince, Prince. he yeah. put you right there. He know how to set the scene, he takes his time, he mm-hmm. know the word choice. You know what I'm saying? The way to sum up shit, habitual line stepper. Right,
0: right, right, right. That right. shit,
1: come on, man, that's brilliant shit. Yeah, I
0: still He's, use that shit.
1: That shit, it, but because it sums it up in three <laughs> words, like damn, that shit. You understand? It's it's nothing. There's at nothing to stretch your imagination. You at, totally get that
0: at least once.
1: A I month.
2: think also Charlie. Charlie had a way of of letting the audience know how you should feel. You know, um, like he would tell a story, and he was your like is like he you could tell before he said something that how you should feel like whether you should feel shocked whether you should feel disgust Mm. and he had an amazing asset because of the way his voice sounded you know the the facial gestures he would make and um you would laugh before he even finished the next line you know what i mean because you knew what what was coming what what the emotion was that was coming next yeah and he had you laughing about it
1: he would say he would set up the story in a way where yeah. it's like this is the time when the guy fought three pit bulls and a da Like it sounds right. like yeah. a fucking myth, like it's a myth. Right. This is some crazy shit, but he set it up. Now you really want to hear the rest of the shit. Right. And it was really dope. Is he died as Charlie Murphy? He ain't died as Eddie Murphy's brother. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like he he called his own
0: shit out. And I mean he's he's by the by the time the Chappelle Show hit. Yeah. He be he broke all the way out from that right, shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. By the time that shit hit with the motherfucking Charlie haters, Murphy. the haters and the and the Rick James piece, yeah. the Rick James piece gave him a, a real identity with yeah. that shit. Charlie Murphy, yeah. darkness, darkness. Well, I, I saw. Uh, I actually did. I did. I see it or hear it, but an interview Eddie Murphy was doing where he he imitated his, his voice. voice. Right. I was like, damn, that shit crazy. Yeah. You know, what I mean? and and talking about how he got started. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying, he was saying that uh, it was a gong show yeah. down at the bar. Yeah, He'll you go down there do that Muhammad Ali yeah, impression. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go on down there and do that Muhammad Ali impression. <laughs> Muhammad
1: Ali
2: yeah, and one
0: to get him $25. He, he did that voice, that shit sounded just like him.
1: Right. Y'all, mu- they must have had to, you got to be able to tell stories with the two of them, that motherfucking... In that house. <laughs> yeah, that house. You had to be able to hold an audience. <laughs> I'm like, fuck
2: out of here with that shit. The story
1: was trash. <laughs> Before well, Eddie,
2: Eddie said on Inside the Actors, I Charlie would come home and he'd be like, hey, hide this gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, like And then he said that Eddie used to try to stab him. He said that in his book. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, ha- I have a brother, so... You know, I know, I was touched by that, By like, whenever Eddie was imitating Charlie, I was like, "I, you, you get the, you know, when you tell a story about someone close to you like that. It's funny. It's funny stuff, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah,
0: it, but it's funny how you know people. Like, I know people in regular life that ain't got no comedians in the house, but you walk in that house, buddy. Uh-huh. You better be on your goddamn toes because right. jokes is flying as soon as you are getting scrutinized from yep. from the dope. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Ah, what the fuck is that on your head? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like... Then everybody in that motherfucker. You know what
2: I'm saying? Like, ah! uh-huh.
0: <laughs> like yeah. man, I know households like that. That shit, that boy, you gotta be ready. You gotta
2: be ready. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think. Also, man, I think in looking back at that sketch of Rick James,
0: uh-huh.
2: there's something brilliant about the fact that like it wasn't a premise that you would write. You know what I'm saying, uh, Ali? Right. Like Damien, you know mean, like it wasn't like oh, here's the premise that we're gonna work out these beats. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. That was a it was real story That was
2: literally a reenactment.
0: And that's that's it's what he said. It. That's what he said at the end of the press joint. He was like, you know what I'm saying? You couldn't even you couldn't write this shit. You couldn't make this shit up. Right. You know?
2: Right. <laughs> so even even from a sketch level, like when you look back at the history of sketch, that that that's another reason why that, that particular one stands out. Um, like it, it's groundbreaking in that regard. Like I don't think there's any other sketch like it. He just told the story. He just and they literally reenacted it.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. now nice, that's what's up. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Moment of silence. All right. Now, I mean, from, from death to life, you celebrated your daughter's birthday.
0: Yeah, my daughter turned nine, you know what I'm saying? Easter oh, Sunday shit. and shit. And um, you know, it's different, man, when you got a daughter. Like my daughter's different than my sons. You know, I got two sons and a daughter. Okay. And her whole birthday situation is totally different. You know, my son, they might want one or two things that's right. real expensive. Right. You know what I'm saying? you It's either yes or no. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you get it, whatever. Right. Well, huh, it's a bunch. She had a whole list. and it's she, a vibe. She had a whole vibe and then a top five. and a, You know what I'm saying? Right. And then when you got to go get it, it's be like, yes, I want, you know, she want a motherfucking sewing machine she want Barbie dolls, a bike. <laughs> you can't get it all at once. <laughs> no, stall. no, you got to <laughs> You got on a quest. You on a fucking quest like <laughs> motherfuckers fucking searching for treasure. <laughs> that shit is a hilarious. And then, no, she don't just want Barbie, she want, I want Barbie clothes right. with the shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just can't walk at Target and just get, you no know what I'm I mean, saying, the clothes you. and the shoes. They got to, where the fuck is the clothes and the shoes to the, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then, you know, you got to put it all together it's, and it's a, it's, a, it's a whole type of situation and it's not that it's, a lot of expensive stuff. Right. It's just a lot of stuff that you gotta actually dig a little deeper mm-hmm. to fuck with. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then she get disappointed like a motherfucker and make <laughs> you feel like you know. <laughs> what make that? it you fail. <laughs> like you, you just fucked up the oh, whole oh, birthday. Nigga. Shit. I gave you the you, list. You had one job. I told you where to go. You <laughs> had one job. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you gotta, you know, whoop, 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 and then, uh, you know, she been asking for a bike. Uh-huh. And the bike shit, you know what I'm saying? After, you know, my, I had to, right. you know what I'm saying? the situation with my son, somebody right. trying to steal his bike and shit. Right. And I'm trying to think, damn, do I want my daughter out there on a the bike? You know what I'm saying? It's hot out here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I had to kill a motherfucker <laughs> yeah. out here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, so shit. I've been stalling this bike campaign for a minute. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's always like, uh, it's, it's September. It's about to be cold. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be able to ride that bike. <laughs> you know don't need no bike this time. You know and then, you know, this time it was like, I want a bike, 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 bike was number one on the list. Uh, top, top one. Uh-oh. So I was like, all right, let me go ahead and get this bike, man. So, you know, I went ahead and got she the bike. A, a special bike that she wanted, anything nah? particular? She just wanted to have a basket. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, that's <laughs> all I asked. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Basket. But you know, I'm trying to find a bike that fits her personality and right. shit. Then um, I still ain't bought the basket yet. So I had to put the basket to the bike. You Oof. know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. She knew that the bike was in the house. All I asked for was a basket. Nah, nah. She the bike was in the house okay. and she was actually pretty cool. She was uh-huh.
1: like, She's like, Can we put a basket on it? <laughs> I mean, I did say I need a basket. <laughs> it's we, on the can paperwork. We, can we do that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we gonna get the basket bad, but I, I, it worked out, man. She was happy with that shit, man. And uh, but like I said, man, the daughter is a lot different, man, and in a lot of ways, not just you know gender is just. And then she like a so what y'all do? What was like?
1: What was the uh the tone? The theme? The vibe?
0: Her grandma came to town. My wife's mother uh-huh. came to town. Right, Mama Chris. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So that was they on it. That was her own entertainment okay. right there. Then she brought her cousin. <laughs> My um my wife's nephew came with her. She was, he was around the same age. So okay. they kicked it, went to Coney Island, you know what I'm saying? Oh, dope. Ran grandma, you know what I'm saying, till Rack- she was tied. Right. You know what I mean? Then Sunday on her birthday was Easter. Uh-huh. So we always do Easter with Bevy. Right, and, right. And um, the family uptown. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we went uptown and did like a little...
1: We did a little Harlem walkthrough. It looked like the young generation's taking over that scene. Yeah, they're
0: getting yeah, outnumbered. Them cats getting grown. Yeah, you know what yeah, yeah, i yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting chested, yeah, deep voices yeah, and yeah, shit. You know what I'm saying? Adults. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they, they still teenagers? Doing? Yeah. yeah, but you know what I'm saying? They getting shoulders. Yeah. Or, you <laughs> know what I mean? They look like they're in college. <laughs> Very funny, Mr. Muhammad. And then, you know, Baby got a... She's <laughs> <stupidest>, here. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> she Baby got a nephew. Uh-huh. But both of them actually the two oldest nephews. Right. They, you know, they look like prototypical college cats. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know right. how you get to college, and there's some cats <laughs> yeah. that just look like college brochure ready. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, right. right, right. Brochure ready. Real college looking. He gonna ass. make it. He put money on this kid. <laughs> brochure <laughs> make Brochure ready. You know That's what I'm saying? That's true. That's hilarious. Like, like he gonna make it through the, the academics, but then socially, he, you know, he built like a, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying, like an athlete. You okay. know what I mean? He might not play nothing, uh-huh. but he built up like Respect one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you, know, you can get on campus, you could take your shirt off and yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Joe College. Joe College. All right, that's how they was looking. There you go. That's what's up. <laughs> so you know, yeah, they taking over, man. It's a you know, you got to let the new generation go, man. man. But see, I can't, I can't really, I can't really fuck with kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can fuck with my own kids, man. I ain't talking about these kids in particular, uh, no, but I'm just saying in general, I can't even fuck with kids and real young motherfuckers, right. man, because. Shit I be having to say Right You gotta have a certain Type of You know what I'm saying Maturity to understand Right And if you disrespect That shit yeah, You know what I'm saying then, then, away, no, I'm gonna feel away I'm gonna feel all the way away You know what, <laughs> what I mean Oh man <laughs> So So I don't really like To fuck with kids Until they get a little yeah. Until they pay the bill yeah, Or got right. some heart Breaking they life Or some shit yeah. <laughs> you know Some understanding Some motherfucking Understanding yeah. You know what I'm saying There's people on this podcast that Don't like to hear me talk Now you know I talking <laughs> to all that For real Nah I mean You know, I'm like, oh, you know with that bug, ah, oh, you know, fuck. All you know what I'm saying? So some people just come for the laughs. We know that. We yeah. understand that shit. But I'm just saying. When a motherfucker got a little, some, some kids have a little maturity off the rip. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I could fuck with those kind of kids. Right. But then some, you had to wait, you know what I'm saying, until life hit them upside man. the head a few times. Then right. they understand that shit you talking They've been fucked up a little bit. You know bit. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah man, it ain't nothing, man. You're going to get knocked upside the head, player. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? You just got to keep going. That it
2: reminds me of something <laughs> my, uh, my dad and
0: my <laughs> dad. Now we can talk. <laughs> now you ready.
2: Now we can talk.
1: Say what you're My father brother said. and dad. But, huh?
2: Whenever, whenever they met somebody who wasn't like wasn't been through something, yeah, they would look at them and say, "Yo, you you, you ever been punched in the face?"
0: Hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta
2: get
1: hit in the nose
0: a couple times, yeah, right out
2: here in these streets. Yeah,
1: that's one part of understanding.
0: Cause see, some people. They don't like to fuck with kids either, but they'll just bust them in the chest or something like that. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't listen to their shit. They be like, pow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <hey. laughs> gorilla Pimp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the gorilla rock. uncle and
1: shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, they? yeah, they don't know how to you know? communicate. But I
0: leave
2: total total if I'm if I'm if I'm sidetracking, let me know. what I wanted to ask you something about um about you buying your daughter's gifts. Uh-huh. Cause I had a moment of uh, I don't know if it's called like envy or something like that, but like Emotionally, how were you dealing with it when your daughter, like when she was getting more specific with the gifts? Because I remember being a kid and I would ask for certain things like, Dad, I want the Nintendo, but then I also want this game and I want this controller and I want this t shirt uh-huh. to go with it. Uh huh. Nah. And I mean, it would drive my dad crazy.
0: Yeah, because he had to pay for that shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you had to manage the expectations of what can be paid for within this time frame. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like I said, my sons, they birthday on the same day and they want big shit big ticket items you know what I'm saying <clears> sometimes <throat> you got to be like listen man you got big ticket tuition man shit you going to have to get this mid mid ticket mid grade <laughs> ticket you know what I'm saying reggie you got know, a reggie birthday <laughs> reggie birthday. birthday reggie is shit <clears throat> you know what I'm saying but like my daughter she she had a bunch of reasonable shit and then the the biggest thing though is you had to understand who your kids are man you got to understand who people are and that's where the connecting shit come in because I know who she is and I know that she like to do certain types of shit and I know she ain't she ain't regular with her shit and she like to go deep with her with her little fashion and you know what I'm saying, even though she only nine, I can see where it's headed, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I've met people along the way in life that uh, that's already been that that's like that, you know what I'm saying? So I kinda understand where she headed and you know what I'm saying, and make sure that I feel the shit that she's into because, you know what I'm saying, that just reinforces, you know what I'm saying. Who she is and you know, and she a little different, man. She's newfangled. She one of these new kids and shit. And that, you know, she goes, you know, the other day, you know what I'm saying? She got a Ken doll and ain't got no shirt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, where's your motherfucking shirt at? You know what I'm saying? Right. He needs some clothes. Right. Oh, he doesn't need any clothes. He's okay. And then you know I'm saying? or or like, you know what I'm saying? We was watching something and then, you Put know. This
1: motherfucker with his shirt off
0: and that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't need that. But we was talking about, you know, saying like transgender kids or kids like boys right. who wanna dress like girls, or whatever, right. you know what I'm saying? And then my 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 wife said something about, well, you know, that's not that's not for boys. You know what I'm
1: saying? She's like, That's not right, you know. Yeah. You know, boys boys can wear that. Yeah. There's no such thing as boys and girls' clothes.
0: Yeah. And I was like, Oh Lord Kids but, are well, But you yeah. know, they they a little she a little more woke. Hey, from the future <laughs> you know, from the future and it's shit. Progressive. And, and your ass a dinosaur. So you gotta you gotta learn from your kids too. You know what I'm saying so you you make room for that when when you buying them stuff and when you you honoring these lists, right? Because I I always want to know because kids
1: in general, my niece is like that too. Like kids are progressive, they optimistic. To your point, they haven't been, they haven't had life kick them in the ass yet. Right, right, right. How do you protect that optimism to where it does? You don't you don't want them to become delusional, but you right.
0: don't want to stunt their their hope it's a little balance man it's a little bit of both man you you let some of that shit fly but then be like what well, you know you know what i'm saying there's people out there that'll punch you in the motherfucking nose you know right saying some shit like that right right, right and then right. you're like you know i don't know it's like you know my middle son he's super smart he want to challenge every question with the logic and you right. know what i'm saying with you know well this is not right because you know blah 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 technically yeah you know what I'm saying, what i'm like man listen man that's, when you getting out in this world, mm-hmm. it's gonna be some shit that don't operate by the rules. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I don't want you to get out there and be mad and disappointed because you see somebody out there playing not by the rules. Right. That's winning. It's not fair. You know what I'm saying? Right. Life ain't motherfucking fair. When right. you get grown, you got to win by by your own means. You know what I'm saying? Right. However you win, and you got to win like that, man. Because Cause it ain't gonna be fair, you know. There's gonna be a motherfucker that was sitting in class, sleep the whole motherfucking time, mm-hmm. get out here and win because he used his gifts. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta use your gifts and, and move like that. But the whole world ain't like you. Yeah. That's the shit I be trying to get across with you know promoting what they do and keeping their optimism intact. I be trying to let them know that you know the world ain't. As pretty, it's not ideal. It ain't ideal as you as you drew it in your little picture right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that said, I feel like we can transform
1: and roll out. All right, nice. Vlad, uh, you want to tell the people where you' gonna be?
2: Uh yes, I will be. Um, I'm in L.A. this week. Actually, I'll be in, uh, i I'll, I'll be in Portland uh, tomorrow when this episode drops. I'll be, I'll be in Portland uh, doing a quick show over at a uh, helium comedy club.
1: Alright. Uh,
2: Wednesday night, and then. Uh, yeah, Sunday. Uh, I'm,
1: Sunday, I'm in New York, actually. I'll be in New York this week
0: coming up. Oh, all right.
2: That's
0: what's up. That's what's up. Ali, where you at? I mean, I'm going to be in Brooklyn, man. I'm local for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Getting things construction done at the crib and the Thorough HQ. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Building out some new projects and shit. And so I'll be around, man. You can catch me at Mr. Muhammad on the, on the gram, Thorough TV on the snap, and shit, at Mr. Muhammad on the Twitters. Holla at your boy.
1: There it is, there it is. Uh, I'm going to be at the uh, WDEK Festival on Sunday, April 23rd. Uh, where the fuck? I forget where it is. I'll put the information up on the uh, the Facebook page, and then I'll be at the stand on the 25th on the Northern Exposure Show. Shout out to uh, Ray DeVito and my man um, Josh Carter. And uh, shit, between then and now, we'll be back here on this mic. And uh, as always, tell a friend to tell a friend,
0: and even an enemy,
1: to get in the conversation. We yeah. out. And the main thing of it all is to be in the conversation. conversation.
0: This has been a Stand Up Labs Production, powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We are